Hello. I've been thinking, and to be honest, I'm not really sure what you would call this, so I guess for the time being, it's just therapy for me. Monday. For some reason, Mondays seem to be a day when I become philosophical or when I start to think about things in a slightly deeper sense and and join dots. Uh, And I I don't know why that is. I don't know why there's, there's something about everybody clearing out the house on a Monday morning and the fact that it's the, the start of a week um, and the fact that my weeks don't have the same sort of structure that they used to have um, when I was working that means that you find yourself in a moment um, where you where you just you think and you go off in a crazy direction. Um, for a long time before I finished working, I I, I thought about how different I would be if I wasn't um, if I wasn't working. So uh, a lot of those things that were going on, um, either in my head or in my behaviour. Um, I attributed to the stresses and strains of what I was doing. So they were a direct, um, you know, consequence um, of, 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 of just, a, you know, a relatively full-on full-time job. Um, and actually, the fact is when you stop and you start to live your life in a slightly different way, then what you realise is that actually that's nonsense that everything that you thought, the bits, particularly the bits of yourself that you didn't like or the bits of yourself that you made excuses for, you would use something like your job as the excuse. And actually, what you tend to find, or what I've found, um, is that those bits are actually you. Um, now, that's a little bit that's a little bit disturbing. Um, by that, I mean... Um, I thought, you know, I, I didn't. I thought I would be slightly less irritable, but I'm not. I thought I'd be slightly less grumpy, but I'm not. I thought I might actually naturally find it easiest to spend a little bit more time, you know, with the kids, listening to them read or playing games or those kind of things. And actually, the things that I was fairly shocking at before, I'm still fairly shocking at. Um, which is good in one respect, because it means that if you are blaming those things on your job and your current work-life balance, then actually you don't need to do what I've done, which is which is kind of you know break your world in half to um, to put those things right or to try and concentrate on those things. And I don't think you can actually put them right. I think it's in degrees. I think the best you can do is is just try and find a, a point where you're just a little bit happier with the things about yourself that you don't really care for. Um, but the, the, the kind of shock came for me was just that I thought those things would magically disappear. Um, so so for those of you who think of me as grumpy and irritable and slightly short-tempered, uh, you'll be pleased to know not a lot of that's changed. Um 
that's a, more of a disappointment for me, but I guess it's not a surprise. I guess I kind of knew that was going to be that was going to be the case. Um, that doesn't explain why those things seem to dawn on me on Mondays. Um, maybe it's a start of the week thing. Maybe it's just a bit of a reflection on time that's gone past and a kind of a, can I be, how, how can I, I, on a journey of self-improvement, how can, I, you know, how can I change? How can I actually move away from the things about me that I don't like? Um, but yeah, it's it, kind of weird to, to find that this Monday, really. Tuesday. Some of this podcast um, is not really anchored in um, a particular point in time and space. And by that, I mean that it will be me and the thing that will have been dominating my thoughts on us on a particular day will just be a thing um, that, that in of itself is quite random. Um, and an example of that was driving up the hill last week and the single finger on the driving wheel thing that really winds me up. Um, some of it, however, um, will actually be um, a, a nugget, a chapter, a, a part of the journey that I'm I'm currently finding myself on. Um, and Tuesday was a day that was kind of um, a, a journey chunk rather than a, a, a random ankleless chunk. So... Um, I went to see a friend on Tuesday that I've known for a, a long time. Uh, somebody who's worked in the same industry as me for 20 plus years. We've known each other uh, that long. And somebody for whom it was always a joy uh, to sit down and chat with. We're both big Rolling Stones fans. We both like to talk um, about uh, bands and music and get into that topic in a way that um, was captured brilliantly by Nick Hornby in High Fidelity, a way that, 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 that guys do and so we you know we'll meet for two hours and find ourselves desperately trying to get through the last bit of what we wanted to talk about in the last 15 minutes before um we got kicked out of the car park and i had to leave the car park into the service before we got fined 75 quid so it was great to see him again and we had a really a, a really great chat why it links to the journey um is that it ended up being about a project that we um, started discussing that we could collaborate on, and it and it this project forms part of what I want to do um, moving forward. So I've been trying to build a website and do all sorts of things in preparation for this, um, and I've made some progress, but it's not going as fast as I would like. Um, but what was nice on Tuesday was actually starting to get into the into the thick of of the things that I wanted to get involved in. And it made me realise that the one thing I'd been missing um, in my working life for, for quite a while was the opportunity to create. Now, I've talked a little bit, and I know the reference point was ironing, but I talked a little bit about, um, and you know, you got to the stage where you never got to finish anything. And it was nice, whatever it is, if you do something around the house or what have you, that you finish it, and it's great to have that sense of achievement for finishing. I think the other thing that really... Um, I'd missed, uh, I didn't realise I missed it to quite the extent, was was that magic of sitting with a group of people or with one per person and actually sketching out an idea for something that was positive and was creative and, and would would effectively would, would try and build something, would try and make something happen. And so we sat down and, and after doing the, the, the Rolling Stones 
uh, chat and we talked a little bit about Britpop and all manner of things, we got into starting to to sketch out um, this this project. And the more we sketched this project out, the more we both um, were getting excited about the prospect of what it of what it could bring. So, yes, Tuesday didn't move me forward particularly in terms of the website or the all the jobs I have to do with regard to setting up a business. And that, and I guess they're always going to be the bits that you leave to last. What Tuesday did remind me of is is how I felt a long time ago, ago you know, um, in, in my corporate life where actually that excitement of actually creating something and feeling like you were making something happen. Um, and it was and it was really great to 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 recapture that. Wednesday. I saw something pop up on my Strava app to say that um, we'd gone, we'd sailed past Quitters Day. Now, I didn't know that Quitters Day was a thing, but apparently there is a day where all the resolutions that we make for January the 1st, where on average they, you know, they fall apart. Um, and that day was some point in the last week or so, and, and the app was proclaiming great, because if you're still doing what you said you would do, and it was obviously a fitness thing, then you are, you've gone past that point. Um, why they would put that out there, I don't know, um, simply because if you've gone past that point, would you then think, actually, I've done really well, I've done better than average, now's a good time to quit, seems a little bit, a little bit backwards. But anyway, they'd put that out there. And it made me think a little bit about New Year resolutions that I'd had over the previous years. And the interesting thing was the one that I've never managed to nail is the one that realistically should have been the easy one. Um, so I've done various things in terms of um, projects I'd like to do or fitness goals that I'd like to uh, attain or thing that, things along those lines, whether it be reading more or whatever it might be. And, and they, those have been relatively, I've been relatively successful in, in, in doing those things when I've put my mind to it. I kind of flippantly a few years ago said my New Year's resolution was to smile more. That's the one I failed at. And by that, I don't mean... I've become more miserable. I've not managed, and I'm still struggling, to find moments um, of joy in little things. And that, I think, was ultimately what I was trying to get to. And it made me think that too much of the time we just try and do everything so perfectly that we stop to take a second and enjoy something that's that's kind of simple and I'm still struggling with that but every time I think about that I then manage to adjust and maybe be a little bit more optimistic or just uh, you know a little uh, find find the moments easier to take some joy in so quitter's day is a thing we've sailed past it that's great I'm sure those resolutions that we've all set are important and big and empirical, but actually maybe the simple ones underneath maybe are going to continue to be the hard ones. And maybe we need to talk about those things more. Thursday. I talked in a previous episode about a subconscious fear that had held me back. Um, 
Thursday was a little bit similar in the fact that something else subconscious came to the surface, but it wasn't a fear. It was a it was a realization of something that I think clearly had been floating around for a while because actually in reality, when I tell you what it is, I've known about it for a long time. But somehow it came a lot closer to being on 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 Thursday. Again, not really related to anything. I don't know what made me think about it, but when I thought about it, then it became obvious that this was something that was going to come to a head at some point really kind of this year. Um the the thing I'm referring to is the fact that um we're going to get a new James Bond fairly shortly. Um, we've got the film coming out this year, Daniel Craig's last film. We, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, you know, at some point there's going to be an announcement, maybe the back end of the year or whatever it might be, about the fact there's going to be a new James Bond, and the new James Bond is going to be younger than I am, and that's the first time in my life that will have happened. Um, and and that I didn't realise, but that's that's quite a big deal. Um, when. Daniel K. Daniel Craig burst onto the scene, whatever it was, 10, 12, 15 years ago, I'm not quite sure when, but he, he, he burst onto the scene. The first thing I remember doing was looking to see how old he was and realising that he was a few years older than I was. He was born in 68, I was born in 71. And so he appears looking fantastic and, and you know, um, suave and sophisticated and built like a brick shithouse and... And you just thought, or I just thought, but he's older than I am. So somehow in my head, there's still a possibility that I can be James Bond. So that kind of fabulousness and gorgeousness and all that kind of stuff, I can still do that because he's older than I am. So this is something I can still aspire to. And I've held that in my head over all the time he's been James Bond. I might not have reached it yet, but it's still possible because it's him and he's still older than me and it's all it's all up for grabs. And then, of course, he's not going to be James Bond and there's going to be a new one. And the new one's going to be, when we reset, probably late 30s, early 40s. And then suddenly I'm a decade out. Suddenly James Bond is 10 years younger than I am, which means that, that moment and when the new one comes along and in all, you know, his or hers fabulousness and gorgeousness, then... That that moment's that, that moment's well and truly going to have passed, and it was just another one of those points where you thought, okay, let's chalk that one off the list. Now, there are still plenty of things that you can still aspire to be, you know, and the plenty of things I can still aspire to be. So I can still, you know, I can still play Scrooge. Um, and, and, and which I think is one of the, the great parts from the greatest story ever written, and that's fine. And I could probably, to push, still get away with being Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror, um, particularly because there's just so much makeup involved. I can probably pull, I could probably pull that one off. But one of the ones of my life, James Bond being one of them, they, that's that that's gone. And I found myself at the same time doing that thing that I think we all do, but I don't think we talk about which is we do that mental calculation where we go, well, I'm now 48 and on a good day with a following wind uh, and I happen to get away with the fact I drink too much red wine, I might live to 85, then I'm still only just halfway through my life. And we do this thing where we, on the back of that, because we want to think about all the things we can still do and we can still be. Uh, and I know we all do it, 
Um, and I know the calculation's not as good as it used to be because it used to be a calculation about, well, I'm only nearly a third of the way through my life. And now we're still hanging on to the roughly half, even though probably is way past the half. Um, and I guess th- that mixed in with the James Bond thing made me realise that perhaps whatever it is that I think I want to do, I ought to, I ought to get on with um, because the roles are running out and the calculation is past half and it's not like it used to be. So, yeah, th- th- Thursday, James Bond made me think. Friday. I've got a, a blue scarf um, that I like to wear jauntily tied around uh, my neck when I'm kind of in the house, floating around, um, because I think it makes me look more European. So I think it gives me a kind of, a bit of that kind of Italian, kind of French, sort of, you know, suaviness. I mean, I know it doesn't, but I I like to think that it does. And it's okay because there's nobody here, so it's fine. Um, I felt I needed to wear my scarf on Friday. And I don't want to get all political in this thing, um, but... It's also part of who I am, so I can't avoid it either. Um, Friday was a very sad day. Um, I'm a Remainer. I don't want to leave the EU, didn't want to leave the EU. Um, and so only because I, I think it it, it it makes us poorer, and I don't necessarily mean financially. Um, and so I felt some in some small way that I wanted to feel more European for maybe for one last time on on Friday. Um, there's a whole mix of emotions tied up with this, but there's a there's a there's an analogy with where my life is at the moment that's that's worth exploring. Um, firstly, I think it's a con trick. I think it's a smoke and mirrors trick that ultimately is going to um, it's going to harm the people. Um, that it's supposed to help the most. Um, there's a line in there's a line in um, in the Big Short, and if you've never seen um, that film about the uh, financial crash, I would wholeheartedly recommend it because it's great. But there's a line at the end where they talk about the fact that that the, the American taxpayer is going to have to bail out the banks, and um, and there's a line that goes that it's okay because when the dust is settled. Um, the banks and the and the financiers and all those that have been found out will just blame immigrants and poor people. And there's a little bit about that's that's how we get to Brexit. That's how we get to 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 where we are. That we that we pull on those particular levers in a certain way. And some people will profit very well out of Brexit, but it won't be the people who ended up making the thing happen or you know being part of making the thing the thing happen. Um, The reason why I feel that there's a slight analogy or correlation with where I am is I I used to work in a company um, with a a diverse range of people and a diverse range of backgrounds. I used to to work in an environment with a lot of, of different noise and a lot of different experiences and it was the richer for it. 
and we had a great collaborative space where everybody was trying to pull in a certain direction and we all knew what we were trying to do. And that being as a group, we were better than the sum of the parts. And so that, that, that what we were able to achieve was stuff that we couldn't have achieved on our own. And that to me is, you know, that's the EU. And I'm now, to a certain extent, I'm now the UK post-Brexit in the fact that I'm now largely working on something on my own and there aren't those voices and there isn't that collaborative input. Um, and to a certain extent, whatever I manage to achieve isn't as rich as I probably would have achieved with with a group of people around me. So there's a little bit of a tie-in, and I know it's, I, I, I know that's a loose tie-in, but there's that kind of, you know, that's what I was feeling today. That's what I was feeling on 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 Brexit Day was, well, I'm I've kind of found myself a lot being, you know, in my own space, feeling feeling like the space is very small, and yet the space I used to occupy just seemed to be richer and more colourful and um and, and with a lot of different experience and noise and flavour floating around. Um, and, and maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's where we find ourselves heading. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully not. And hopefully we can find a, a, a route through this, but it just felt Friday, Friday, Friday's a, today's a sad day. It, 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 you know, it really, it, it really is. Um, I've managed to, again. I've, not, I've managed to leave the week on another bit of a downer. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't fix Brexit Day uh, to be today. If it had been on Wednesday, we maybe could have maybe could have lifted it, lifted it a little bit by today. But it's just, it's just how it, how it, how it goes on. Um, thanks, thanks again for listening. Uh, please subscribe and please. Follow A Short Stories on Twitter or Instagram for more for more information because I'm going to start posting more about new episodes and 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 supporting bits and pieces, including odd reference points and pictures. And I've actually got a great picture with regard to the donut story, which I'll I'll put on. So if you if you get a chance, that that would that would be great. In the meantime, take care uh, of yourselves and and be kind to each other. <laughs>